<clears throat> Hello, world. Welcome to this week's episode of, of Life As We Know It, it Podcast. Oh, yeah. Sorry, myself, Patrick hey. Solomon. Oh. Oh. <laughs> do it again, do it again. Sorry, myself, Patrick Solomon. And myself. The one and only, the Mr. Fantastic, the Great Hambino. We're here. We're bringing the energy. I didn't We're even get to say my name, dude. Jacob Hambino. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Hambino. Or Ham. Jacob Ham. Yes, Cheers, sir. man. Cheers. Cheers. Episode 14. It is. Let's do it. 14 weeks deep in this bitch. 14 weeks deep. <sighs> so, it's been a long week. It has. I feel like uh, this week was definitely. Uh, I had a lot of reflection going on. Same. A lot of a uh, little bit of a reality check, kind of see where I'm actually at in life. Same. And it was fucking beautiful. I had a lot of ups and downs and crevices and crevices, but it fucking. Uh, he's sitting here at Saturday night. I'm glad that it went the way it did. Yeah. Um. You know what? One thing that I. You know what? You're gonna have to talk a little bit louder or move that mic a little bit closer, because I know we got a broken mic, but it's all right. That's all right. All right. Hello. Okay. Um, you know, one thing I learned this week that um, it's kind of a weird perspective to look at mm-hmm. is it's about relationships. And I don't mean that in a romantical way. Okay. I mean it in a way where if you kind of look at relationships like uh, a business opportunity or like stocks, dude, you're fucking. Just keep talking. Don't worry nah, about dude, me. I want you on. Keep, I want your, I'm listening. I keep, want your undivided keep attention. Keep talking. Keep talking. That's why I was doing it while you were talking and not while I was talking. <laughs> I was hoping you weren't going to say anything. You need to pull it up more. Yeah, there you go. Keep talking, brother. Sorry, guys. Come on. No, you're good. Let's it's go. okay. I want I want to make eye contact with you when I'm talking. Other way. Yeah, there you go. Man, we just got to Come on, brother. Back. All right. Anyway, so not a... Romantic relationship, but um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, that if you look at relationships like business opportunities or like stocks or something that you're going to make investments on, it's a very interesting way um, to think about the people that are in your life. So I was reflecting on a lot of things this week on where, where I'm at in my life, how I got there, and who helped me get there. And, you know, the biggest things that I could think of besides hard work and dedication are people have helped me get to where I need to be. Okay. And the only reason that's happened is because, um, the relationship that was built and the only way that relationship was built is because there was investments from both sides of that relationship on each other. So how I looked at it, like, uh, um, so like I have a friend, if I make investments in that friend, I'm going to see a return on my investment. Okay. You know, And depending on the friend, you know, you get different kind of returns. So like, you know, just like how you look at a business, am I going to invest in this kind of business? Um, What kind of, what are my goals? Am I looking for a long-term goal? Am I looking for something shorthanded? Am I looking for someone who wants to bring me happiness or what kind of goal am I looking at from a business perspective? And then I look at it, like I look at my friends. So I look at you, for example. All right. I got Patrick Solomon. Everything I do if I go out and do for him, what kind of investment am I making in him as a friend? Because I know the kind of things I give to you, you're going to reciprocate it. So now you think you got this whole idea of like business investments or like friendship investments. Now you think about the kind of people that are within your life in your circle of trust. You know, if you start investing 
um, time into bad businesses, you're going to get a bad return or not a return at all. It's going to be a negative effect. You're going to lose money. Mm -hmm. So now if you start making bad investments in the people in your life with bad people, you're going to get the same thing. Now you got, you got someone, um, that probably shouldn't be in your life and you're investing all this time and that kind of return that you're going to get is just only be detrimental. So like this week I was thinking about the people that are in within, you know, my close circle and the people that I've put investments in mm-hmm. and like, you know, that's partially why I bought you guys a journal. Cause I was thinking, I was like, I want to invest in these guys because not selfishly thinking I'm only buying you a journal because I want you to do something for me later, but it's more like I want to further strengthen that business, that relationship, that, that foundation that's between us. So, and it also made me think about the people in my life that I shouldn't have and the people that I've might've put, you can stop me if I'm ranting too no, long. I'm going. Going. So like the people keep that are in my life going. that I've put bad investments on and now they're bringing me down, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was an interesting week when I looked at it like that. And it really makes you think about the kind of time you want to spend on the, on the people you're with, you know? No, 100%. I can buy into that. Definitely. Um, that's a good analogy in my opinion. Um, it ties into something that I, uh, noticed a lot about this week that I really, uh, emphasize this year. I'm having a hard time with my hat on getting close to the mic. <laughs> Fix your hair. There. Oh, there it is. All right. That's uh, good. It, there it is. I didn't want you to look bad. Like that one time when you guys didn't tell me my hair was sticking out. All right. Yeah, no. So one thing that I picked up on a lot and it ties into what you said is, is, time. I've been really focusing on time. Uh, I've been looking to change my job, uh, that I work because I work a nine to five job. Hopefully your boss isn't listening. Uh, that's just, all right. If he is, <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to change my job because I work a nine to five job okay. and I'm in the same building for the whole entire day and it's draining. It's draining in the sense of that. I know I'm going there and it doesn't matter how hard or how little how hard or how little I work, I'm still going to get the same paycheck. I'm not going to get any more money. And I've worked jobs before that were really commission-based, and that has uh, widened my perspective. Yeah, can you turn me up a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. And I've worked jobs before that I was commission-based, and I got what I put into it. So instead of putting, let's say, 50 hours into my job to make X amount of dollars, I could go on a job that's straight commission-based and – work maybe 30 hours and make twice as much money solely because I'm going to be getting what as much as I can out of my time. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be valuing that time versus just going to a place and kind of wasting away. Um, And it really made me, it kind of scared me to think about because corporate America, this and that, like a lot of people do that for 20, 30 years. I know all about it. And And there's nothing wrong with that, that, you know, it's just not for me. And I came to yeah. that realization and I, and that's great that I came to that realization. Uh, now I kind of get that feeling in my stomach. Hey, I needed a change. So I went ahead and pursued it mm-hmm. and we'll see where it goes from here. But the same thing ties into relationships. Like you were saying earlier, no good relationship happens overnight. No, it takes time. You gotta, it takes sacrifice and investments. Mm-hmm. That's why, that's why I like that whole philosophy now, because anytime because it, 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 I don't want to sound selfish. Like I'm only befriending friends that have a, a return, a return on it, uh-huh. but it does. Build, yeah. No, if you're going to build a, uh, if you're going to build a relationship with somebody, yeah. you want to know that it's going to be equal. That's yeah. why I always say anybody yeah. that is in that circle, I always say the saying never above you, never below you always beside you. Yeah. Uh, it's an old military saying, but 
the reason to say that is because if if I look at you that way, if I look at you as an equal, I don't look at you as like I'm putting you on a pedestal, and I also don't look at you like I'm looking down on you. If I look at you as an equal, which is a very hard thing to do, uh, because we always want to compare ourselves and this, that, yeah. and the other thing. If I can look at you like that, then then you belong in my circle. Yeah, you know? true. Yeah, we can be real about this because you don't want to be wasting your fucking time on people that are just gonna bring shit upon your life. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone's just bringing it down and they're bringing you up, get 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 them the fuck out. That's how I look at it, which is kind of a harsh way, but it's hard sometimes though. Some people, yeah. See, I feel like one thing I'm thankful for is my self awareness. Mm-hmm. I can, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty self aware in the sense that if I'm in a bad situation, I know that it's time to change it, so I can go ahead and make a move and change it. Yeah. Uh, but I've also heard of scenarios, especially in relationships, where people are in the relationship and they. It could be toxic as fuck and not realize that it is actually toxic. Yeah. And they keep going back for more and more. And I feel like I've gotten past that point where I know if I'm in a bad situation. It's really actually mm-hmm. kind of uncomfortable sometimes because there's certain situations that I'm like, is it that bad? Should I stick around or should I just move on from it? Yeah. Well, um, let me get something straight real quick because I don't want people to think that I will never help out anyone that. Like I'll help people out if they're in need. And even if it doesn't mean anything for me, mm-hmm. because if you look, if you go back to the philosophy that I'm trying to say is like from a business perspective that, um, maybe you're looking to invest in something that brings you, you know, the gift of giving, or you're looking just to help people out. And that is your return on your investment. So say, you know, someone that, you know, is in distress and they need your help. And you're like, do I want to put the time into them and be like, well, why are you putting the time into them? You know, if your if your reason behind that investment is because I want to help this person out, I want to see him, you know, grow, and you know, in return, I get because it's not it's stupid to say that like you you don't get anything out of helping someone out. You do. You get a the gift of giving. You feel like you helping someone, which like a lot of people, that's what drives yeah, know, people. No, they feel it, sorry for someone. They want to help them out, and that's you're getting a return out of that. It may not be in the form of money or in the form of a gift or something, whatever the fuck materialist thing, but it does fulfill something once in someone's heart. If they're trying to just help someone out that's below. So even yeah. with this philosophy, you can still help people out. It just needs to make sure it's aligned with your goals. That's the important part from that. You know, what's crazy about that is when I help somebody out, the reason it's so fulfilling to me is because I've put myself in some pretty shitty predicaments in yeah. my adult life. And I know what it's like to need help. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know what it's like to ever, I mean, everybody needs help sometimes. Some people are stubborn though and and want to believe that they don't need help. Mm-hmm. Um, but with certain situations, you always need help. And at times when I was helped, you know, it was, it was a humbling experience to ask for help or get help. Yeah. Either one is a humbling experience. And the times that I got the help that I needed, I remember how it made me feel. And doing something so little, like the other day I was driving out of, uh, or I was walking to my car in a gym parking lot, mm-hmm. and I saw, I heard a guy kept trying to turn his car on, kept trying to turn his car on, and it wasn't turning over. So I like walked past his car, and then I was like, nah, fuck that. I turned around, I walked back to him, and I was like, hey, do you need a jump, man? And he was like, yeah. So I went over there, and I couldn't get my car facing his car because of the cars next to it. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't reach. This is really crazy how this happened. So I got the the jumper cables and I went to hook them up to mine, but it couldn't reach his battery. Mm-hmm. So turn you up a little bit more. Yeah. So he, it couldn't reach his battery. So I was like, man, sorry about that. Like, you know, I, I wanted to help as much as I can. He's like, you know, after a while, it usually just turns on anyways. And sure enough, the first time he tried after I tried, 
with the cables because they couldn't reach. Mm-hmm. The first time he tried, his car turned over and turned on. <laughs> and it's just like it's like maybe that wouldn't have happened if I didn't. You know, that makes you think of like a, like a higher power, like somebody's watching over you. Like, yeah, you tried doing the right thing. And you did everything that you could to do. Mm-hmm. And since that, you know, I'm going to help this person out because that was my goal. It was nothing. There was no benefit for me in that situation. Yeah. It was solely because, you know, I know what it's like to get. I needed my car to jump before. Yeah. You know, little mm-hmm. shit like that. It's overlooked because we think a lot of people think help. They think financially. That's the first thing I feel like a lot of people think uh, if you're going to help somebody, it's going to be in some financial manner. But there's little things like I popped my tire a while ago. I had no jack in my car. A guy sure enough stopped. He asked if I wanted to use, if I, if I needed help or tools. He mm-hmm. stopped and he gave me the jack. And ever since then, it kind of really, anytime I ever see anybody with car issues or whatever the case may be, I always stop. It's yeah. an instant reaction. And I don't hmm. think about that time specifically. It's just like, a, it's just a reaction to it now. Yeah. Hmm. You know what you should do? Change Just get rid of the whole fucking, uh, the, this whatever, yeah, I can't remember what it's called. And then just bring that shit closer to you. Okay. Just get that shit out of the way. Yeah, I like where your head's at. Yeah. There you go. Oh. Hey, 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 hey. There it is. All right. Now you sound good. Um, but besides that, I mean, that was my, my big thing, my big, you know, thought of the week, you know? Well, can I do mine? Yeah. All right. So no, mine was. Yeah. Ooh, now you're loud. <laughs> oh, uh, whoa. That okay, was for let, you, Matthew. Let me turn that down. <laughs> <laughs> I love Matt. That was. Uh, my my big takeoff from this week was not just so much uh, the whole time thing, mm-hmm. but why? Because I'm guilty of this. Why do we push ourselves while we're in a good situation and we have things going for us good to expect something bad to happen? I can't say everybody does this, and mm-hmm. I'm not a pessimist. I'm an optimist. I'm always looking for the glass uh, half full, not half empty sort of mentality. And people are scared to lose what they got. For, I want this is an example I would go back to because yeah. I've been doing this for years since I was back in high school. I used to play football and I was a wide receiver. You don't say. You played. You were a wide receiver. Yeah, and you know, obviously, wide receivers get the ball thrown to them, and you got to catch the goddamn ball. So during practice and everything, I'd always be good. I'd always be good at catching the ball, mm-hmm. and then game day would come. Don't lie to me. Game day would come, and everything that. I, I couldn't I would I would not be able to perform solely because I, I was I basically might have well might as well have not went out there because mm-hmm. what I would do to myself is I would not think about the good that could come out of the ball getting thrown out of me. The only thing I would think about is dropping the ball. And if you fucking you put that shit in your head, it just happens. And it and it ate me alive because I used to do the same thing in baseball. Sports is my take all. When I used to hit, if say I swung and missed at the ball which happens if you play baseball. Yeah, I always I sw- swung and missed. <laughs> I would try and like change everything the next time because I'm like, oh, you're doing something wrong. Instead mm-hmm. of just sticking to the basics. Just sticking to the basics. I think uh, a big problem I have is sometimes I overanalyze certain situations. Hmm. And now what I do when I find myself overanalyzing a situation, I try and ask myself, why am I overanalyzing it? What is triggering me to think this? And why does it matter to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I think about it like that, it kind of like sets the light bulb off. You know, those two voices in your head, mm-hmm. the one voice starts sounding a little bit louder than the other one. That negative voice starts to come out because that negative voice comes out when you don't want it to the most. Yeah. It's kind of like, 
it's it's kind of weird because if you think about your thought process throughout the day, it's like you control your thoughts, but at the same time, you have no fucking control over your thoughts. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, 100% like, is bizarre. You could, be, you could be looking at something fucking stupid as shit, and then all of a sudden you'll have like an epiphany, and the world reveals some amazing light to you where you're just like, oh, holy shit. And like what triggered it was like you took a drink of water. It's like... And then you think about it in that way, and it almost makes you think it's like, do I even have control over my own thoughts? Like, how do I, uh, how do I make it so like those kind of things always happen? Which is just, I think, I think you only have a control to a certain extent. Well, we've thoughts. talked about this before. Yeah, but I think I can give a little better explanation than I have in the past. I think that you we only have so much control over our thoughts, one hundred percent. Yeah. But there are definitely certain things that we could do to contribute. To how much control we do have over our thoughts. Mm -hmm. So let's say you're not eating, you're fucking cranky, yes, then you're true. not you're contributing to you being negative with your thought process. Versus you eating, you're gonna think clearer and make a better decision off of that. Yeah, fuck you. Sorry, we played footsies just there. You know, I'm listening. Yeah, and it's another thing is that your body, depending on what you eat, how you eat, how you exercise, what you're putting in, and what your body's a machine can really affect your thought process, mm -hmm. which people don't. Realize I, yeah, I wanted to believe for a long time that I'm like, I have complete tr control over my emotions. Nope. And it doesn't work like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, a big, a big trigger I noticed is in the gym. I've been listening to the same playlists here and there, so the mo music hasn't really been motivating me. Gotta fucking change it up. But then all of a sudden, that one song comes on that you weren't expecting, and it like, like you just said, <laughs> that, that trigger goes off. You know what it was today for that me? Tr that trigger goes off, and you're like, what just happened? You yeah. and, and you... 10 seconds ago, you were tired as shit. You wanted to go home and fucking call it a day. And that fucking bomb went off. And you became a completely different person. How You can't tell me that that kind of shit doesn't make life fucking beautiful. Yeah, but it's weird though at the same time. Because you're like, I wish I could do that. I wish I could just be like, boom, energy, thrive. Like you can just release your... Which... I mean, I the more positive thoughts you have the more that's going to happen to you. The more negative thoughts you have, the more you're going to fall into depression. That's true. I do think uh, people are uh, people of habit. And based off your habits, which is something different uh, different from your memories and your thought process, it's something that's ingrained into your actual brain. So, for example, there's a book called Power of Habit, and it talks about a guy who had a stroke, and he loses all short-term memory. He's pretty much a fucking goldfish. Like, every 30 seconds, he has no idea where he is. But... All the habits he's had throughout his life were still there. And you could still make new habits in his life. So every day his wife would take him on a walk. Okay. Okay. And then right after the walk, she would give him a cookie. And for a while, that's what that was the routine. And then one day she came out of her room and he was gone. Not in the living room. He was, she was just gone. And then, you know, an hour later he walks in, grabs a cookie. And she asks him, you know, where were you? And he's like, what do you mean? Like he had no idea where he was. He doesn't right. know. But he went on a walk, hmm. came back, and got a cookie. And if you asked him while he was on his walk, he would have no idea where he was. He had no idea where he was going. But he always left and came back home because of the habit that was ingrained. So it's different from your memory. So what I'm using that to tie in for your thought process throughout the day is that if you can build a habit or maybe a habitual belief, I don't know if I can even say that, but mm -hmm. for example, there's uh, the power of the, 
non uh, unconscious power yeah, of the yeah. unconscious. So it's like, like subconscious. Yeah, subconscious. So if I wake up every morning, like this is what uh, a lot of people recommend doing. Um, what's the fucking word? Appreciation. It's oh, when so you declare something about yourself. Uh-huh. And so, like, if I wake up in the morning and I go, hey, you're a billionaire. You're a rich motherfucker. You're the most successful person. And I tell myself that verbally, out loud, right into the mirror every fucking day, it's going to change my thought process throughout the day. So you can use religion as an example. If I believe I'm a Christian, I believe I'm a Muslim, I believe I'm a Mormon, I believe whatever it is, when things happen throughout the day, my mind it reacts in a Muslim way. My mind reacts in a, a, a Latter-day Saints way. So now if you trick your subconscious into believing that something you're something else or something that you're trying to become, you're now going to react in a certain way. So if you always tell yourself, I will be open-minded, I will be open-minded, I'll be open-minded, and then someone comes up to you with a controversial topic, your mind is going to trigger and be like, I'm open-minded. So you can like train your brain to get into certain thought processes. So back to the gym, when you're saying, yeah, when you put yourself in these good thought processes, you can eventually build a habit of when th- certain things trigger. At least this is what I believe. I don't know if this is actually true, but no, just this is what I believe, and it makes sense to get some bro science, that you can make your mind more uh, susceptible, to, susceptible to those powerful thoughts. That's my theory that I just made up on the spot. Boom, bitch. The Jacob Ham theory. The Jacob Ham theory. Yeah. I like you it. like that? No, I do. You like that? That's good, huh? That's how you control your <laughs> thoughts, I'm assuming. Well, I don't know. I just made that up. Maybe I'll try it out. <laughs> I didn't make up all of it. Obviously, I had some a little bit of background on that, but I think it, it makes sense to me. It makes sense, right? How's well, your if beer? you think positive thoughts, you know, I, one, one famous saying, I think it was Bob Marley that said it. So the problem is not the problem. Your attitude towards the problem is the problem. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I have to go to work today. I fucking hate this place. This place fucking sucks. Now you're the whole, throughout the whole day, something Done. happens. Done. Might as well just go back to bed. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to work. Going to put that grind on, get to four o'clock. And, I, you know, I'm going to fucking do everything I can because I'm there. And I might, you know, I might as well put my best foot forward. Yeah. Two different people. Mm-hmm. Two different people. Um, and go ahead. Um, this is actually, remember, when I talked to you yesterday, I think my boss, he calls me up mm-hmm. and he's, he's like, uh, which was actually a really good critique of him that I, I never thought about, but apparently, so if, if anybody doesn't know, I'm in sales, I do, uh, surprise, ho- surprise. I develop franchises for hotels. So I'm the guy that puts a name on the hotel and, uh, when I called my boss, I had a recently got a new boss, so he's been with the company for about two and a half weeks. And when he when he answers the phone, apparently I, you know, I act really laid back and cool, like, oh, what's going on, boss? How you doing? You know, like that. And he he he's like, hey, listen, you're not doing anything wrong. You know, I just want you to know that you're either singing because you're happy or you're happy because you're singing. And I'm like, okay, what? And he's like, so when you answer the phone, you know, act like you, you sing. Sing like you're happy, you know, and sometimes when you just sing like you're happy, you actually will become happy. And from a sales perspective, you know, people will reciprocate that kind of energy. So, you know, with your, you're saying the attitude of when you're waking up to go to work, if I act like, oh man, I'm a fuck, you know, not only are you going to feel like a fuck all day, but everybody around you is going to be like, this guy is bringing me the fuck down. You know, see, I feel like this is a big difference between myself and a lot of people. 
is that when I start getting that feeling and repetition about something that I've been doing, whether it's work or whatever sort of habit, it, it clicks and I know that I need to change and I make a change when I know that I need to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like a lot of people stay in that habit. And if you're feeling that habit of that, you're dreading Monday through Friday every single week. And I understand you need a paycheck. You have your priorities yeah, and you got, got and, and, I, and I get that. I get that. Mm-hmm. But it's never too late to change to veer a little left veer well, in a your right. mind in your mind. Because maybe you looking for like for for me when I started looking for a new job, it literally it was like it opened a whole new fucking path for me. Mm-hmm. I was like this because when, when you're in, you're in your life, and let's say you work Monday through Friday, and you go on a vacation twice a year. Yeah, like that's that's what you work for is your vacation twice a year. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I feel like that's not going to be enough. Yeah, you need a new chapter. You need a new chapter. Uh, and, and honestly, like the chapter I'm in, I've been in this chapter for a while now, and I'm I look I I feel like I'm really close to the end of this chapter, and I'm looking forward to the next thing. And I had something I wanted to say to you. But I just fucking forgot. No, it's kind of upsetting. No, it's all right. I God feel like damn it. I feel like <laughs> that's why I'm really tentative about getting in relationships. Is because when you're by yourself, when you're at the age, I you think we're go here? we're trying. Yeah, we're trying to. I think we're trying. <laughs> I think me and I'm going to speak for you too. I think we're trying to maximize our time at the age that we're at, and we're timid because all of a sudden, when you bring other people into your life and other relationships, it takes in, time. It one, it takes time, and two. It closes certain chapters, yeah, it does. that you potentially could have went into mm-hmm. uh, because you made adjustments or you prioritized. And it opens new chapters. No, and it fair. does, and it does. But it's like, am I ready to read that book, or am I ready to write that chapter yet? Yeah. And am, I, am I ready to? For me, at least, am I ready to take the time to write that chapter? Yeah. Because I, we've said this before. No, it's, it's not like, even that, dude. I don't, well, no, it is. It is the time. It is the time. No, it's 100% the time because... I like spending my time doing this thing, and now I have to do it uh, that thing. It ties back into what I like exactly, but also a big fear is that you're investing time into something per se. I'm talking, I'm really going forward to relationships with this. But if you're investing time into something, let's say you fucking invested a year into somebody. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that, but if you invested a year for fucking to go to shit... That scares the fuck out of me. A bad business opportunity. That scares the fuck out of me. Yeah, it does. Because you know we're, probably- at a, no, we're at an age right now. I'm 23. I'm about to be 24 next month. I don't want to invest a year or two years and all of a sudden to be fucking 25 or 26 and being like, fuck, why the fuck did I just do that? Yeah. And being mad at myself. And I don't, I don't try and live with regret, regrets. Yeah. Regrets? Regrets. <laughs> two T's. Yeah, you know people that listen to us probably think that we're just fucking scared of relationships. <laughs> I mean, but to be honest, I am. I am a little bit scared. Of I mean, I'll say it. I'm not gonna even fucking deny. It. I'm fucking scared of commitment because no, not commitment. No, rephrase that. I no, I am. Not I really no. I noticed I am. I'm scared of committing to something. Yeah, Yo, you committed to this podcast. You committed to the Marine Corps. Yeah, you're committed to my our friendship. But relationships I, are a different animal. Okay, like I'm committed to work. My job. If I start something, I'm gonna fucking finish it. Okay, that's you're how right, I am. You're right. You're right. But it's not that. It's not that you're afraid of commitment. You're afraid of certain commitments. So it's like, and I know this for a fact because I know you. It's like, if you're going to start something, you're going to fucking finish it. Uh-huh. Right? So 
if you were afraid of commitments, that you wouldn't be able to say that. Right. Because people who are afraid of commitments don't finish shit. Right, right, right. You know, you're right. Yeah, no, I'm afraid of commitments. Don't beat yourself down. I'm I'm afraid of commitments (laughs) in relationships because not so much that I've had bad relationships, but I'm afraid of losing the fucking time, man. Like, it's Saturday night right now. We're recording this podcast. If I was in a relationship... And let's say I just hang out and lay low yeah. versus maybe we, we we go out and we have the craziest night of our lives. Yeah. I'm afraid I'm going to miss something if I get in a relationship. No, I know. I feel- I'm afraid I'm going to yeah. miss something. And I'm also at a point where it's like I've learned to create my own happiness. And I'm very fortunate that I feel like I don't have to depend on. I mean, it's nice. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I also I don't have to depend on somebody else. To put a smile on my face. Well, yeah, and we've talked about this. So I don't want to stay on it too long. No, no, no. no I'm no, gonna say one I more. Get I, that. I want to say one more thing on yeah. it too. Is that and I've said this before, but in case someone has missed the, it, it's, but it's, it's, it's a, a phrase version. When man. you when you get into a relationship, you are. It is. It doesn't. This doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing, but you do sacrifice a piece of yourself for that person, and they sacrifice a piece of you to a piece of themselves for you. You know, you're giving up all the things of being single all the freedoms of being single and all, and then you're acquiring all the responsibilities of a relationship. And I, I firmly believe that a lot of relationships fail is because people go into a relationship, not realizing or fully committing to the responsibilities that it takes to be a a faithful boyfriend or husband or whatever you want to fucking call it. And they jump into something and they're like, wow, I got, I got to be here for this person. I need to, help them i need to nurture them and they should do the same thing for you because if you really do like each other you're and you're fully committed to them you know like say you're in love then you're committed to their spiritual mental intellectual physical growth and they are for you and that is a big commitment so which is going to take a lot of time so when i'm sitting here i'm like i'm still developing my own my myself and am i ready to fully commit into someone else right now and and you'll be and be there be that rock for them and them for me too so i this doesn't sound bad but i just uh, i don't think i found that person that's worth my I sacrifice think, i said i'm gonna go to an example from the other day okay and Oof, almost spilled my drink you know and it's something i've been thinking about you may not even remember it you, you were there it but with me yeah you'll remember it once i say it okay so Little backstory. I've been hanging out with I've been hanging out with this girl, and she she had came over the other day. That's fine. And <laughs> no, this is this would be good. Okay. I don't care if she hears it or if you hear it, whatever. Right. Well. So we're going ahead and we're looking on our fire stick for to see what movie we're gonna watch. Okay. And I like to think of myself not as a pushover. And we're looking through the movies, and and you're sh- and you're sh- and you're shouting out. Like, oh, we should watch this or we should watch that. Yeah. And you asked, you, you said, you know, we should watch Blair Witch Project. And like my first instinct was like, nah, fuck that. Like, I don't want to watch that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And then the girl was like, no, I would watch that. And I, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck happened. But literally in that half a second, I turned around and I went back. I was like, yeah, we can watch that. <laughs> I was like, you motherfucker, dude. No, but dude, that it's crazy. <laughs> Because I called your ass that, out. Yeah, no, I'm glad <laughs> you I'm glad you did. Because that's crazy to me that one person can change the effect on your thought process that quickly against 
somebody that you've built a relationship yeah. over years well, with. You know what's cool about that whole situation, though? Uh-huh. And I'm going to compliment you right now, is that not everybody would have this reaction that you're having. And it proves that you have an open mind and self-awareness of your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. So me calling you out, you could have been like, oh, no, no, actually, well, she had a good point. Or you could have made up some bullshit excuse being like why you changed your mind. But you actually thought about it and were like, did I really just? You reevaluated, reevaluated your own thought process, uh-huh. which is a really good thing. And I think a lot of people need to be doing that, which myself included. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish I did that for everything. Yeah. But it stood out to me because I feel like um, – Maybe when we have altercations or we're going over something, there's not a third party there. But the influence, where the influence come from? What do you think? Yeah, you like her? You're going to make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, obviously, there's, like, some caring and you want her to be happy. Right. So it's like, oh, if she wants to watch it, I'll do it. But if Jacob wants it, I don't give a fuck. But does that that make me a pushover, though? Uh it me no <laughs> i think consistent. if it was always like that i then i'd be like Dude, you're fucking whipped you know right, right 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 but you know here and there it's just like maybe you're just you know it's we're just here's here's another one barely, for you wait wait i have a question I, okay how come uh when it's me and you like all right for those who don't know if you've ever hung out with patrick and i i would like to say that we're pretty uh funny we're clowns and we like to make fucking jokes all the time. But when me and you are on the podcast, our humor, it's not there as much. I, I think because why are we making jokes, man? We don't want to offend Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Matt. No. Well, maybe. Yeah, that could be it. That Well, we do make offensive jokes. We do make offensive jokes, but I want to keep it kind of professional because I feel like when the jokes are good and humor is good, but when we get down to the grit, and this is why I wanted to do the podcast with just me and you, mm-hmm. I feel like we have a lot of knowledge that we can bring to the world. Yeah. So I'm starting to realize that I get messages here and there, so do you, on our individual pages on Instagram and Facebook, and same thing with the podcast page, that the people are reaching out like at randomly. It may not be a ton of people, but even if it's one person a week, like, hey, man, I've been listening to your podcast, this, this, and that, and the other thing. Yeah. It's like reiteration, like... Somebody's taking something from it. Dude, we're only in episode 14, man. Somebody's taking something from it. Hopefully. I haven't... The last time I invested 14 weeks into something... That's what's fucking crazy. boot camp. It's like 14 weeks long, dude. It's fucking... It's boot camp. I could have became a Marine again in this time. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You might have. That's true. You might have You know, I just wish we had more time. If I didn't... I think we have a lot more time than we make it out to be. Well, I think you're I, right. I, I think know. I like to reiterate that to you. Because sometimes I feel like with your job, how much you travel... And the lack of being around, you lose sight of time. Well, there's time and then there's fucks. And uh, if you got all these third, like everything that's not the podcast takes, you know, willpower. So it's like if you were working on something like this week, I was in my corporate meet, corporate mid-year corporate meeting, you know, and that took a lot of energy out of me. So at the end of the day, I was like, fuck, I just don't want to work on the podcast right now. But, you know, that's. That's where I need to. That's where winners are made, though. That's where champions are made. So it's in, the, in those mean, times when you're willing to do things that others are not. That's when you're going to really make the difference, which is a pain because I know that. And then still I fucking slack off. Fuck. Do you, though? You know, what's <laughs> yeah. funny is that you, you can always do more. You, right? you are the only I mean, of, of course, somebody could tell you that you're slacking off. Yeah. But if nobody's ever telling you you're slacking off, 
you're the only person that could tell you you're slacking off and nobody ever tells you you're slacking off, you're probably really not slacking off. It's just a certain standard that you've set for yourself. You know, that's, that's one thing that's always been really weird for, with my job is that a lot of my mentors and my bosses have said like, they're like, I see great potential on you. You're going to do great things in the industry. You're going places. Just keep doing what you're doing. You're a hard work. And I just, I get a lot of compliments and it's extremely flattering. But then at the same time, I look, I look at myself. I'm like, I'm a piece of shit. I'm not doing enough. How do you I'm handle fucking, compliments? Dude, I'm the worst. I What do you say when somebody I, says thank you for your service? Uh, no, oh, that one's easy. I just say thanks. But, right. um, but like, when somebody says that you have nice hair, you're doing a good job. Oh, dude, you know what happened the other day? Oh, you're going to tell me. I will. All right. I was at the gas station the other day. I, had, I was dressed up for work, and I walked in there, and the gas uh, lady, or whatever you want to call her, she was like, hey, you look nice today. And I was like, it was a long day. I was like, wow, thank you. Dude, little Jeez, things, <laughs> dude, little things make a difference. Well, yeah, and I didn't forget. My buddy, yeah. uh, one of the guys I work with, he started running this week. He was telling me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not huge or overweight or anything like that. He's just got a little bit of gut and he wants to lose it. Okay. And oh, he's been running. 20%? He, yeah, he's been running. He's been running all week. And he said it, yes, two days ago. Mm-hmm. And then the past two days he wore dry fits. And today he wore another dry fit when I was at work. And I saw him this morning. I was like, dude. I was like, look. Hey, look, I can that that dry fits fitting you a lot better than it usually does, and like, <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you that fucking push that yeah. motherfucker to he's he's gonna be thinking about that. Hell it's yeah, beautiful. Dude. It's beautiful that we can do that, people. We can do that for and other we don't people. Don't do it enough. We can do it. We can do it. I want to do it. I'm I starting to realize, too. man. Fucking. That's what the whole be, investment making people fucking yeah. happy. My my mom's never been addicted to anything in our life. Besides drugs loving, besides loving you baby besides making other people happy that's her addiction mm-hmm. uh and, you know it wears on me to a certain degree but her making somebody happy you know i never understood like she she hadn't remarried she doesn't make tons of money you know like what pushes her to do all these crazy things is solely because she knows that other people can appreciate what she's doing uh-huh. you know that being able to show love and build relationships with people mm-hmm. i think are the two most important and fulfilling things that you could do in your life all the money in the world can't buy those two things mm-hmm. hmm. Hmm. makes you evaluate your own yourself you sit there and you reflect and like ah, ah what am i doing with my life yeah you know i <laughs> you know i think but there's I think, nothing wrong with money no, you know I, no 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 i'm yeah. not i'm not saying i'm not saying that because everybody's motivations are different well what i don't like this is the only thing i'm gonna go real quick on this but the only thing i don't like is so i would say with work, I'm in sales, just straight sales, right? So my passion within my job is money. Mm-hmm. And I like I'm people who say like, the oh, same that, way about that's, that. that's yep. shallow, you know? That's, that's It's not, though. It's not shallow. If you're, if you're going to put fucking time into something, yeah, you're going you're gonna to get to what you can get out of it. Like, yeah. I, I know that I got all soft there for a second, but at the same time, work hard, play hard. Yeah. I'm not saying if you're going to fucking work hard, if you're going to spend your time, if you're going to spend 40 or 50 hours a week at a fucking place, you better get what you fucking yeah, deserve. Yeah, and enjoy out of it. it. Like, and I, and I, I do enjoy. It. Like when I'm, when I know like I'm getting a good sell and things are moving forward, it's fucking exhilarating, you know. And some people might say that haven't been in that position will be like, oh, it's it's just shallow though. You need like, no, someone dude. could use the comparison like, no, oh, dude. when you paint a picture, you know, you get your no, fulfillment, dude. you're going art. But it's like you can get there's an, there's an art in everything. If you're gonna fucking kill someone, you can make that bitch artistic. You know uh-huh. how Hitler did his shit. It was an art. No, it really was. All right. So like how someone does their business can be an art. So at the same time, like 
if I have a passion for business, which I think I do, I've it's it's expanded now to doing other things and more fulfilling kinds of business. Um, but where am I going with this? Holy shit! Business, 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 business. <laughs> shit, dude, just fucking brain fart, hard as fuck. No, you're good. Thanks, thanks for letting me know I'm good. But I had a brain fart. No, you had a brain fart. Does but it stink? Mm, it smells a little bit. What's it smell like? Green. It smells green. Green day. No, but uh, <laughs> green day. We've been rocking out the past two days in nineties. Yeah, dude. Two thousands. Early two K music, man. Some Fucking good shit. Awesome. What does it remind you of? I know we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna take a little right here. Let's take a little right turn. Yeah, I'll have to. I'm gonna talk. What's it remind me of? Because it's, it's me back a little bit. Uh huh. Right. A little, a little bit of nostalgia, and it t- it gives me a break really from the music that's coming out today, which I like. But I can only take so much. I like, but I like, I like taking a step back. But it doesn't have the same, the feeling that I get from early 2K music, like that punk, you know, all, like Green Day, Blink 192, all those guys. It's a certain feeling. And just like how there's a certain feeling when I listen to like Led Zeppelin or Van Halen or any of those guys, or like the blues, I put on right. Clapton. I get certain feelings from that. And I don't get those feelings from today's music. So I like in. uh, a diverse you know what i hate motherfuckers isn't that crazy yeah how but, music makes you feel different as the generations yeah. change but you know how why how do some people they're only like oh i only listen to country or i only listen to rap it's like i listen to anything any music that has talent the same way that there's only people that will sleep with white people and no other gender i meant race what what, <laughs> what the fuck had to throw a race joke wait, in there. Can you restart that? Wait, wait, was that a mistake or was that a joke? No, that was it. Was what I'm trying. To, it was kind of a joke, but it's kind of the truth. You're saying that people only listen to one specific type of thing, just like there's fucking only people that are vegetarians, and there's people that will. Uh, well, vegetarians, I can at least understand because they might be like, I don't. Or, like li- or listen to type of music where they're. This is it. They're that's instilled in them. Yeah, which is rock is bad, rap is definitely fucking bad. Yeah, but some guys only listen like I like rap, I like rock. I yeah, like but you're country. not everybody else. Like you know all, what I? You know what I dealt with? I grew, I don't know about you, but I grew up in a phase when I was going through middle school, especially. I remember there was two types of people: you were either ghetto or you were a surfer or a skater, or whatever the fuck you wanted to call it. Yeah. And if you were if you were ghetto, you could only listen to rap music, this and that. And if you're a skater, you can listen to punk and rock. But if you stepped over those boundaries, then you were considered a poser. And I feel like a lot of people, dude, poser. Man. I feel That's like a, a lot of a lot of people. You know, to to bring it back to speed to where we're at now, I feel like a lot of people, and you see it with country people more than anything else, are so strong in their belief that this is what I am, and I am nothing else, and I'm not going to let anybody see that I'm anything else. Yeah, dude, I hate that shit. It's the whole thing with like, oh, you drive a Dodge truck? Oh, fuck you. I don't drive Chevy, bitch. Like, fuck those guys. If you want to drive a Chevy, if you want to drive a Dodge, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it, man. But you know what? At the end of the day... If that's important to somebody, then fucking so be it. Yeah, I guess. Because but still, that's what's still think that's what's important is having things that are important to you. If yeah. You have nothing that's important to you. But if you have nothing that's important to you, then you know things aren't going to go too well. Yeah, but like some things. I guess who am I to say what's not important, what is important? But to be, some things are fucking stupid. <laughs> it's like no, some things are stupid. Some things are fucking stupid. If you think you know, you know like I'm, it's, I mean, you could it could always go back to like, uh, you know, do what makes you happy, which obviously we've talked about that, and I don't believe in that shit because 
sometimes what makes you happy isn't the right thing to do. Well, also, uh, I wanted to talk about one other thing. I'm changing the subject one more time. Good. We got time for one more. We got time for whatever the fuck we want to do. You're right. We do. So, new hobby. New hobby we've been doing. Painting. Singing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we've been painting. Uh, we painted one time. No, I painted twice. You painted twice. I painted yeah. once. We, we were going to have a paint party tonight, but that looks like that's not It could happen tomorrow, dude. It can't happen tomorrow. It can happen tomorrow, man. Yo, they're for sale. Thousand dollars a pop. Uh-huh. No, the, green, the green one's five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you've been following us on Instagram, you've seen that shit. But no, for real, I like painting. I like writing. I like. I like painting. <laughs> I'm gonna finish. I my like thought. writing. Okay, I got. I'm gonna finish my thought first. Fuck you. Anyways, I like painting. I like Don't writing. Don't say you, bitch. <laughs> the reason being is <laughs> the reason being is because it's like okay, what's really cool about it. I'm just gonna go over this. Maybe I can get someone else to paint a picture. I'm gonna explain my thought process when I when we when we paint, which has only been two times ever. Is that you get this one time for me, one time for you, but for me two times. You get this white canvas in front of you, and you open it up, and it's crisp, and you're looking at it, and you're like, okay, what am I gonna put on here? And now you, at least for me, I'm going through images like one of those fucking um. You know those things, the the, the clicky. Uh, yeah. You put it on around your eyes, and you yep. put the the, the, the binocular in it. sort of thing. You just click, 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 and it cycles through photos. Uh-huh. And that's how it is. I'm like, okay, canvas. All right, what image do I want? And I'm not like, I'm all my thoughts together are making this fucking crazy image, and I'm like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. And then you grab your your brush and you make your paint on your whatever your we use a frisbee last time I think and. <laughs> You start mixing colors together and you're like, and you just puke your thought onto this fucking canvas and it's yours. It's your creation. And it's like, what the fuck? Which is cool, which is why at first I made fun of you for your painting. But at the same time, it's like, that's what your mind threw out on that. That's what your thought process was. You threw that out on there. Right. It's almost like you, it's almost like painting is one of those unopinionated sort of things. Like you could, of course you can judge somebody for what they painted. Yeah. But you can't fake a painting. No. Whatever somebody put down there, that shit came from somewhere. It came from their mind. Just same, the same thing when somebody used certain words. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why I like journaling too, because you, you say like you say something, even if you, I noticed like a big thing with jokes, like we joke, we say this and some things may be offensive, but there's some truth, oh, but there's, but honestly, there's some truth behind every joke. Like that oh, shit, that shit, that shit came somewhere. I mean, not every joke because yeah. some jokes are strict jokes, but yeah, I'm it, from really something I catch is when people, people make the same joke over and over again. Mm-hmm. I, especially if I hear it two or three times, yeah. I'm like, there's something behind that. Well, I start, I start investigating. Comedians are really good at that. You know, they're like the actual truth tellers. They take what everybody doesn't want to say and they'll say it, but they make it funny. And you're like, yeah, he's so true. He's so right. It's funny. That it's so it's so true that it's that funny. That guy's talking about it. I know exactly what he's saying. Right. And if they do it on a wide scale, where they're, not, Bill they're, not iso- they're not isolating you. Nobody likes to be isolated, but comedians are really good at talking to a group of people. Mm-hmm. And they may isolate a group of people, but they're not isolating a person. Yeah. Most of the time. Well, yeah, unless they're yeah. roasting somebody, yeah. that's a different story. But, mm-hmm. 
by doing that, it's like it kind of really gets a truth. It's it, it's storytelling at its finest. Like oh yeah, said. and it that which that is, I think, an art that is not. It's overlooked. It's it's uh, being, overlooked and underrated. I'd say it's slowly being lost. You know, with us podcasting, I think it's helped develop our how we talk and how we explain things and how we go throughout things. But comedians and stand up comedians, like they 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 have to speak and explain something and make sure everybody that's listening can get that picture. And, you know, now I hate saying this, but in today's society as humans <laughs> in today's as society, we, we have, as humans, you know, the communication is, is so much different with 50 years ago. Communica- communication is different. And I wasn't there, but I can imagine that it was a lot different because it's the technology so inbred in us. And I love it. I love technology. I'm not down in it, but this is exactly why I like doing the podcast because we sit here and we talk me, you and our minds and it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, man. I, when I feel relieved after every single podcast we've done, when I take off these fucking headphones, I'm like, wow, that no, was nice. I can agree hundred percent. Listen, I want to get real with you. Get real with me. Get fucking real. I'll get real, real with you. Unless it's stupid. look, no, no, no. Start, start talking There's, about some no, alpha. No, 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 no. Look, it's about the podcast in general. You know, we've been doing this for a little bit. It was yep. your idea before I came out here to do this. You know, I was like, yeah, sure. Why the fuck not? And there's definitely been times over the past 14 weeks that I didn't want anything to do with the podcast. Yeah. Just because it's just another, you know, at times it becomes another burden, I feel like. Mm-hmm. That maybe, hey, it's not necessary. But every week we get on here. I don't give a fuck if one person listens or if a million people listen, but it gives us a chance to say what's on our mind. Yeah. We get a beautiful opportunity that I want to take the time right now to appreciate that not all other people get mm-hmm. to speak with another human being about exactly what's on your mind and how you feel about something. A lot of people, I feel like this is where a lot of their stress and depression and anxiety comes because they don't get to get these things out. Yeah. And, of course, we have to expose ourselves a little bit by doing this. And mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. I, I think at first, I think that's the, the biggest thing we got away from mm-hmm. is being timid because we're afraid of what other people are Dude, we're take. even still, man. And like, I, and we are. Yeah. But you know learning. what? Like, thanks, at Matt. the same time. That was not an insult to Matt, but, like, thanks, Matt, for the critiques because I, no, yeah. I do appreciate him. Uh-huh. Sometimes he's pretty harsh. Yeah, Matt's fucking mean. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we might not get mad out here for a while, but no, I think I think I think in the next few weeks we might have to just Skype them and just do it all. No, dude, I want it to be a while. I want it to be like 100 episodes deep, and then Matt comes on. Then Matt, the infamous Matt. Hey, like, people reach out, Matt, and just let you know they want to know who you are. Show yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great when he does. No, but I but I want to like I know we we're joking and stuff, but I love you, bro. I love you. I'm glad that we're fucking doing this. I am too. No and matter what, like, to be honest, I've had the same thoughts where I'm like, like, I, I, like, I, I, it comes in my mind. I'm like, maybe it's just a waste of time. I think that here and there, I'm like, maybe I'm just wasting my time. And then I, and then I have to like reflect, think about why. It's all about the why. Think about why I'm doing this, and then what am I gaining out of it? And I'm gaining things out of this, and I like doing it, so. We can make zero dollars off of this. Like, that's a beautiful thing. But you know what? We're still getting something. We're getting something. You know what we're getting out of this? Hmm. 
more than anything else, and this is something I thought about. Let's say we never made another podcast after today. Oof. We have 14 hours of us speaking our minds and putting our hearts out on camera, on video, that we can go back to one day, 20 years from now, and show our kids and be like, this is who we were. Yeah, but I don't want it to be 14 hours because that means they're, they're what my no, kid No, I don't want say, it to be 14 hours. You know what they're going to say? Why'd you stop? Why'd you stop? Yeah. No, and, and I, don't, I don't want it to be that either. I want it to continue, but... I'm hey, counting. I'm count, I'm counting my blessings here, dude. dude I don't take pictures. I don't take pictures. I don't take videos very often. But this right here, which we do, dude. <laughs> this is this is great. Just in case I ever die in a tragic accident, yeah. you got something, dude. <laughs> dude, it, honestly, you're right. This is the longest thing I've ever done. Like it, it, with YouTube, great, with yeah. like with this right, kind of thing, right, right. with YouTube or whatever you categorize this as entertainment. Longest thing I've ever done. Fourteen weeks, four months. Just about three months. Yeah, because yeah, we took a week or two off here. Three times four. And sixteen it's really sixteen weeks since our first episode. Yeah. Four months. Four months, pretty much. We've been working on this. And that's a long time. And I feel like I've been doing this for fucking ever, dude. Well, you know what's weird is that uh correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like maybe yours and Travis' life has maybe changed a little bit since I moved out here. Yeah. And I feel like that was something you I was working up to towards coming out here, and then same with you. It was like a next chapter, and now that that came, mm-hmm. maybe you don't really reflect too much on time before that I came here. Like this is like this is what life is now, and it this is. is what we're right doing right now. Life to me is work and podcast. Saturday for the boys and gym. That's really those three things. Those are my th- three things that I'm like takes the majority of my time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not. I'm okay. I'm okay with it right now. I'm okay with it. The podcast, I like it. I enjoy it. I'm going to keep doing it. We're not going to quit, dude. We're going to do a year. We're going to do a year. I don't, gonna don't want people to think that we were going to quit because I feel pretty good right now about the podcast. I feel good because, listen, a big thing I took from right now from this episode is we may have talked about things that we've talked about before. Yeah. But when we just talked about them just now, we sounded a lot smarter about what we just talked about. So we think. So we think we'll let Matt decide. We'll that. let Matt. Matt's the final. No, but dude, I, I like the I like the energy and stuff. We're coming up on that time though. Yeah, where are we at? Uh, forty six or fifty six. Excuse 56 me. Fifty six minutes. Uh huh. That's not bad. You know, it's man. I'm nice, man. Yeah, that's what I said. You know. But having dreams, man. Again. Dude, we're quick on this. But having dreams again. I want to. I want to do one thing after this. Go I've ahead. Been having dreams. You go first. I'll dude. go. We close it out. And, and I. Don't, that's a pretty badass picture. Um, sorry, there's a TV right next to it. anybody who doesn't watch the videos and just listens. They got a TV right next to the podcast, and I always cycles through different photos. But anyways, I've been having dreams. Ooh, I don't know if I want to get too deep into these dreams. Be careful. We got we got more time. Not not now. Yeah, I know. Let's let's take this. Let's well, say, you. We can save it. We, we can save, save it because I can go hard. I can but go dude, hard and I can I, I can dream journal this week. They're a little deep, bro. I dream journal. Oh, you no, can dream. We journal. we can't go deep right now. Oh well, now people are gonna be upset. No, because they'll come back. Oh, you're right. Cliffhanger. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Game of Thrones Sunday, baby. It's a fucking good ass show, man. I don't never know watched you... an episode. Wow, dude. I'm one, of, I'm one of those. Hey, hey I'm remember one of those. All, all that shit I said about doing the podcast with yeah, you? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, 56 minutes. We can wrap this up. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. This is nice. It's nice being back out here with you. I feel like me and you. For some reason, I feel like we haven't done a podcast in a long time. I feel like right now, 
we did something today that we haven't done in 14 weeks. You think so? I think so. 100%. You think so? I think this was <laughs> the most beneficial conversation that somebody can get out of listening to us about life because I think what it took was for us to take a real look at ourselves. We took a real look at ourselves and we were able to share that with people mm-hmm. and hopefully uh, maybe it makes other people take a look at themselves. And if that's the case, you know, if you're if you're not okay with the situation you're in and mm-hmm. you look at yourself in the mirror and say, listen, you feel this way because of this reason, then just make the move to change it. Of course, yeah. it's going to be uncomfortable because it's new. Yeah. But new is not always bad. If you never change, then you're never going to grow. Yeah. FYI, if anybody does live in the Arizona, I'll just say Arizona, and there's something you want to get off your chest, we are totally open to having you on the show. Mm-hmm. I would actually I would reach out. Yeah. Yep. I'd love to have you on the show. If I've never met you in my life, I'm an open book. I'd love to have you on. Except, you know, don't rape me or murder me because you're going to be doing it in my house, in my living room. But and I might be watching. And he might be watching. But uh, this or is... Or helping. Um, uh, right, how do I wrap this up? Okay. Uh, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, sure. Okay. Because right, I'm having a brain fart again. No, I got you. Uh, you know, I appreciate everybody listening. I tuned in this week. Mm-hmm. I hope, you know, I feel like we turned a page today. I feel like we're moving towards a milestone. Next week will be episode 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to do any crazy food challenges because. We might do it. I actually I, thought of a new one. I thought of a new one. I keep it to yourself. I, Travis was I eating a fucking know. pancake and it looked so fucking good. This and kid, I was like, ooh. This guy right here. Dude, pancakes, This guy puts bro, me through pain. Dude. Just let you guys know, whenever we do food challenges, that shit affects me for more than a day. Yeah. People, dude, I just posted the photo, though, of that fucking Terminator. That was like a three pound, almost three pound burger, bro. Crushed it, bro. <laughs> anyway, sorry for, you can keep wrapping No, it's all right. No. So we're going to keep pushing on, you Hell know, yeah. one week at a time, one day at a time. All I can say is whatever situation you're in, if you don't like it, change it. And if you can't change it, then make it as good as you can. And if you can't make it as good as you can, then suck it the fuck up and keep marching on. <laughs> Go buy some straws. Exactly. All right. This is episode 14. Check out Locky Podcast, Locky Fitness, like, subscribe. We're on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do what you need to do. It's Saturday. Have a great time. And what's up, Travis, over there? I love you. Peace out, motherfuckers. And in.